0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the uh, Staying Conscious podcast, back here again with the second episode of the fifth season. And today with me, I have a guest, uh, a YouTuber named Christian, who runs the channel Creating Clarity with Christian. Uh, He and I, we make quite similar content. I wouldn't want to say similar, but we talk about certain things that might be of a quite similar nature, Uh, consciousness, self-help. Um, strategies of life and uh, philosophy, and uh, Christian, welcome. How are you?
1: Thank you. I'm doing fantastic.
0: <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so, um, um, really, what got you started with the uh, the whole self help journey, or and or would you want to talk about specifically why you talk about what you talk about and uh, where that came from?
1: Yeah. You know it's very interesting because I can I can pinpoint several moments in my life, like you know, especially like catalyst moments where like I made like huge change in my life and like my mm-hmm. mindset and like my attitude towards how I valued my life. Um, but like you know, the one that's coming up mostly right now is ever since I was a kid that like that kind of seed of like 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 really asking like what the heck is going on here like.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Like, why isn't everyone, like, thinking about their life or, you know, think about things deeply? Mm. You see, ever, ever since I was a little kid, I was definitely the odd one out. <laughs> I was definitely the weird kid and whatnot. And I interpreted that as just me being shy and awkward. And given, you know, I had lots of anxiety when I was younger and I had to work through and all that. And, um, you know, there was a whole ball of wax with it. But looking back on it now... Um, even today, I still don't relate with a lot of people, but I think it's not, it's not because, um, of a poor social skills. Um, mm-hmm. actually I've, I've, be, I've I've now been able to become a lot more confident than most people I know. Mm-hmm. It's morally about the only stuff I'm interested in is the depth into life. Um, just the you know, whether it's appreciating the beauty of something in life or, or like really like going deep on something, you know, um, yeah. I don't know about you, but for me growing up, the common, you know, small talk conversation, right? <laughs> like it's it's always like, oh, what kind of car do you want? Or, you know, <laughs> like, like, oh, I want this VA engine, like, you know, this very classic yeah. example, but that was like the level of conversation everyone has all the time, right. And, Ever since I was a kid, I was like, I was not having, you know, um, I just didn't want it. And I remember, you know, I think you said, was there moments in my life uh, that like really caused me that introspection? And uh, well, I think it was because uh, I was like, (laughs) growing up, I was like a problem kid, you know, ADHD, you know, couldn't sit in my chair. Um, I was sitting in the hallways a lot, <laughs> and oh. to, to the point where, like, I would be like, I remember very specifically when I was younger, um, I was sitting in the hallway, staring at the wall, <laughs> and like, okay. they was like, <laughs> you know, I had like nothing to do but to think.
0: Wow, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, what were you thinking about? In those moments I don't,
1: I don't even know You know like Something you know I remember it. But I remember like um, Like my way I fought back Was <laughs> like never giving it Like they'll be like okay here's your homework You know all I gotta do now is uh, You know finish this whole Page and uh, and then you can come back in I, d- I would not fucking finish the page I'll be like fuck that <laughs> okay. I'm gonna stay out here um, but, you know, ever since I was a kid, I you know, the main point here is, uh, I always thought a lot about stuff. I was not interested in, um, like just, um, the random stuff people would be talking about. Uh, it just wasn't interesting to me, you know?
2: Right. You know, so- maybe
1: it was like, it was always a double-edged sword, you know, <laughs> maybe it was also because I didn't have, ex- you know, confidence to think at the time to talk to people, make friends and all that stuff. But, you know your weaknesses end up becoming your strengths in the future you know um it's 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 been a really interesting like figuring out like putting all the pieces together like oh yeah that's why i'm like this way like oh yeah that's why i'm this way Um,
0: so would you say that um what made you feel a bit different was that you related more to questioning why things are the way they are like everyday normal things that you would usually think, not question
1: i think that came a lot later but mm-hmm. ever since i was a kid i knew like there was this idea like in my mind that i completely feared and like i mean yeah i think that's true like i think you're totally right no no you're right um <clears throat> when i ever i remember like when i was like seven years old when kids would be thinking about cars at night or whatever you know or like they're you know minecraft or whatever I was like thinking about death (laughs) and I was like terrified. Like I was thinking about like, you know, I was raised in a Catholic home. And so I, you know, I believed in uh, religion at the time. And, and I remember like asking my dad, you know, all these questions like, well, what happens this? And what happens that? And like, what, what is this heaven thing? Right. And so like, I remember like, you know, sitting there laying down at night and like, holy shit i'll be like in heaven like forever like bro you know what i realized that's like that's like a slice of hell (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm.
1: (laughs) to be alive forever you know like a million years later and then like i thought the opposite where it's like um like what if death is just like infinite nothingness afterwards you know and then you're gone you know i remember like being so terrified i have like these insane anxiety attacks, you know? Really? Like, oh, yeah, 100%. Like, to the point, like, where these anxiety attacks um, sometimes get like, so bad that I would actually, like, feel like my fingers are folding in on on themselves. It's, it's very hard to explain.
0: Wow. Um, like,
1: like I <laughs> throw myself mad at but night. How did this you know? affect
0: the rest of your life? Like, having these, like, very, very intense... Experiences of uh, questioning life, and you not receiving an answer, so to speak. Like, how well, did this affect the rest of your, not just uh, the way that you behaved, but also the way that people interpreted you and uh, the way that you communicated with life after those well, questions.
1: I knew for a fact that I needed to figure. Um, like, it was very important me to me to understand what was going on, you know? And even today, like I still, yeah, you know, there's a lot of teachers, great teachers out there saying like all these things, but it's up to me to like verify it in my own direct experience to really know and give myself a satisfying answer, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So for me, just from like, you know, you know, (laughs) thinking about death a lot when I was like on the bed and stuff, (laughs) <laughs> when I was young. Mm. Um into the problem I mean that's affected me like for like over a decade over, you know, and and made like a huge like rat's nest of issue just around going to bed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Um and there's tons of other things along with it. But it just made me like super, super hungry for an answer, you know. I really, really it was really important for me to know what the hell is going on? Um, I think when it comes to, like, my interest in, like, what happens to us existentially when the body dies, Mm. right? And, like, why are we all here? And how the hell am I here? Right? What is everything? You know, that, like, specific part for me comes from, I think, just countless nights of, like, staying up. You know, not wanting to go to bed just because, like, I didn't even want to, like, surrender my consciousness to, like, being coming, like, unconscious and going to sleep. Like, that was, like, terrifying to me. You know, to this day, I still am um, working through that. Oh. You know? Um, I, I feel like once I have a satisfying mm. answer, like, once I, like, I awaken, um, that's going to be, like, the final nail in the coffin. Like, once I fully... <clears throat> like,
2: so, you, you
0: would say you're on a sort of spiritual path at the moment.
1: Hundred percent. I mean, you're always on a spiritual path. I think everyone. I okay. think everyone is
0: always on their own. What path. are they trying to find? What are we trying to reach to in that case? If we're all connected to a spiritual path, what do you think is the ultimate goal that we're trying to reach? Or what is the thing that we want to
2: uh, be revealed to us? What do we want to know? Well, I think we just want to understand like,
1: basically, I mean, <clears throat> it's really hard to say and answer to that because everyone if you talk about people in general, you know, most people are not really, they're just interested in finding the next cool thing to do, right? Mm-hmm. But if you're talking about like people that like um, are like serious seekers into this work. I think everyone just wants a satisfying answer, you know, so they can bask in being all day.
0: So we want to kind of know the existential questions and why things are the way things are. So we can kind of let go and just be in this being state. Mm -hmm. All you need uh, is to,
1: to know enough.
0: To understand that games. it's kind of like a game it's like you would yeah. awaken to a game it's like oh
1: okay. <laughs> yeah like oh okay have mm. you had any awakenings i don't know you too much H- have you had many awakenings yourself i haven't had a single one yet
0: but um when you say awakening i mean there are different degrees to it of course uh, but but um I wouldn't say anything that uh, everyone has kind of different opinions on this and this has been something that's been bothering me a lot in a this spiritual journey um trying to like measure it (laughs) yeah no not measure it but (laughs) have a sense of um knowing if you're going to have a sense of goal with this whole thing or if this Mm -hmm. is something that you kind of just put your faith in 100% and just let it be a sort of extremely small process with hope that it's something is going to happen um but i just see it as a very gradual thing so it's like if i have a tiny awakening experience i kind of add that to my arsenal i know mm. a little bit more i am a little bit more even if it's just like 1% still yeah it's something i in- I enjoy. <clears throat> so, in that sense, yes, I I have had uh, mm. quite a few awakening experiences. Some of which have been very very scary because yeah. I couldn't just I couldn't I couldn't handle the experience, and mm. um, some of which that have been more of a natural thing that just um, makes more sense uh, without just losing your mind, so to speak. Mm -hmm. um so yeah i have how about you you said that you haven't
1: no i i haven't had any like crazy uh awakenings i've had like realizations Uh, i've i've reached states of consciousness where i realize like i'm imagining so much things (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know i've reached states of consciousness where i realize like you know, people in my room that I have history with are literally, all that history is just an imagination grounding the present moment. Yeah. Um, And like, without that little story, like everything in reality is just um,
0: a bunch of stories. (laughs)
1: Like a bunch of...
0: Yeah, right, right. (laughs) I understand, but did did you have like a...
1: Like nothing crazy.
0: because Because... it is one thing to know it intellectually but did you do, like experience it
1: yeah i think i experienced like I, I was in a state of consciousness like that i've been in a state of consciousness where like <clears throat> my hand felt like magic Uh
2: uh-huh.
1: um you know i've i've been in a state of consciousness where like everything felt like it was in place you know i've been in a state of consciousness um where like I had, like, absolute clarity into everything. And, like, I felt like I was able to, like, do every one of my goals, like, perfectly, you know? Right. And, but I haven't, you know, some of these things I realize is, like, uh, you know, uh, they can, uh, these states of consciousness, they went away, like, they faded. Um, but, like, there were, like, peaks that I hit. And I like know where I'm headed now. You know, like I, I'm excited to to do the work now, um, really? because I've I've hit them. I'm like, oh wow, like life can get that good. <laughs> no one could have told me.
0: <laughs> right? Yeah, it's a it's a very a long and uh, frustrating journey. I mean, it's and the thing is about it, you never know when it ends.
2: Hmm. Yeah,
1: it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't. Uh, for me, I understand it doesn't end. Um, it's in because w- why would you have a reality that <clears throat> is not infinite, right? You can in- awaken infinitely,
0: right? Yeah, that's uh, yeah.
1: Um, but uh, if I can go a little bit back on uh, well like your original question? Uh, If I can just skew this a little bit um, on, like, more like what really got me into personal development, because I wasn't actually really into it until like 2019. Okay. (laughs) Um, One thing I will add on that with the spirituality thing is one thing I really realized is that you have to enjoy the process. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, you can't, like, and, you know, it can be a more mature enjoyment. or it's like yeah it's going to be hard but like damn like it's going to be a hell of an accomplishment if i can reach this state of consciousness you know
0: yeah so did your personal development journey start with the i know it didn't start with the whole uh, consciousness thing right it kind of it didn't it no. kind of went into that what was before that what was the what was personal development for you
1: before 2019 personal development didn't exist for me Um, so like, you know, I was like, uh, classic, you know, first world privileged boy, you know, doing nothing but playing video games, you know, doing whatever, Minecraft, whatever man, right? Like nothing but video games all day. Um, and, um, you know, and I was going into engineering, you know, I, I had a, an engineering program in high school and they had this program called Autodesk Inventor Mm -hmm. and for the first time I found something that I was like interested in that like could actually turn into a career and it was like 3d modeling Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and I was like oh that's really fun like and I I found like you can like be a product designer doing stuff like that you know and I was like eventually I became like super excited about product design and I was like yeah I want to be a product designer Mm -hmm. (laughs) so I finished high school with that, like that intention all the way from, so we have grade 10, 11, 12 for high school over here. So from grade 10, 11, 12, I just was working to be a product designer. I went to mechanical engineering cause I was just the, um, they're like, Oh no, be a mechanical engineer. Don't go into a special product design school. You'll be more useful, <laughs> you know?
2: Yep.
1: So uh, I went to the mechanical engineering. I did two years uh, over there um, for a diploma. And in like that second, in that first year, uh, I came across Jordan Peterson when he was rising to his popularity with his I was like super addicted to YouTube, right? So this thing was all over YouTube with the Kathy Newman interview. Mm -hmm. Um and I just got really interested in like what he said about like personal development and psychology and whatnot. So ever since I was a kid, I always collected quotes i loved quotes of wisdom like th- there was like many seed. there was always seeds along my journey about like me thinking about things differently you know and stuff like that but there's definitely moments in my life like were like there was like a big catalyst right and yeah. you know there's like so imagine like my first year of college right and like i'm listening to jordan peterson and like there's all these meetups now it's like holy crap like for the first time I was like meeting people like for the first time meeting people that actually thought a little bit more about life, you know, with these like meetup groups.
0: Right. And, um, How did this uh, improve your life? All this uh, new wisdom that you were partaking in, so to speak.
1: Um. Well, it was just the message, the message that I really needed to hear at that time was like, you could actually get somewhere if you applied yourself, mm-hmm. you know, for me, that was so impactful, Um, you know, because I never heard something like that before, you know, yeah. um, in my life. Uh, and like, you know, just all the limiting beliefs, you know, I remember when I was like a kid, <laughs> there was like, I had like this huge fear of like, of like being like in a nine to five job you know like forever and like being stuck <laughs> yeah you know and for me it was like non-negotiable uh i needed to create something i wanted like it doesn't matter how long it takes you know how how hard the work is it's gonna be worth it
0: interesting but
1: i'll go on so 2019 starts right um you know, my sister, she's, she like got really into like bodybuilding and whatnot. And she like revolutionized the family with like, you know, eating better meals. Like, dude, I wasn't even eating right. I was eating like, like cheese wraps. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. the, like, <laughs> I wasn't, like, it, like literally like a wrap filled with cheese and you threw it in the microwave. No, <laughs> yeah. Like, mm-hmm. so 2019, um, I got recommended this one book and this was like the spark of like me, like falling in love with personal development. It was, uh, atomic habits James, uh, by James Clare. Have yeah. you, have you heard of that one?
0: Yeah. I actually had a episode about that book. Yeah. Yeah. So- I mean, that's like, I, uh, we discussed the book and its content and the uh, habit formation. It's, um, that's a really, it's a really great book. And uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's also awesome. great for anyone listening, by the way, Atomic Habits, by the way, go ahead, Christian, go on.
1: So for, so for me, um, this is like the first, like, I mean, I, I did read like another one, but I won't even mention it because I didn't really read it. <laughs> okay. I, I read it, but like nothing happened, you know, this is mm-hmm. like the first book that I, first self-help book I read, and then I actually applied. You know, uh-huh. and like, and I let it completely um, transform my life. You know, I I was like setting habits left and right. You know, for the first time in my life, I was actually able to get to bed on time. For the first mm-hmm. time in my life, I was studying more than other people. You know, and I was like, for for me, yeah. I don't know. It just I was just so motivated. Like it was like, it was a system, and I was like, boom! Like it it, it worked, and I like became like ideological <laughs> like. <laughs> recommending this book to people like yo fucking look at this book it's amazing (laughs) um uh and then next thing i knew i was reading you know another book you know uh spark the revolutionary uh science on exercise in the brain and that motivated me to do cardio and the success the success principles by jack canfield and and then uh the obstacle is the way by ryan Holiday, you know introducing the stoicism you know and yeah um you know just like for the first time like actually like learning these philosophies and mindsets and whatnot and if it became to like a like a at all I was like really into this like really studying like consuming it all like it was like kind of mm. <laughs> trying to make up for like so many years where I didn't know this stuff existed
2: yeah
1: um to the point where like I was finishing my <laughs> Um, You, like, sound, like, super bored.
0: (laughs) I don't sound bored. This is exactly what I sound like when I listen. (laughs) (laughs) Honest to God. (laughs) Um, I was not bored a single second. (laughs) I was listening very carefully.
1: (laughs) Anyways, so I remember at the very end of my two years of engineering, um, I needed to apply, like, um... The last couple of months I need to apply to um other uh universities to like get like to finish my degree. Yeah. You know, get another two years. Turns out I need to do another three because then like another year to like it was like from a college transferring over to a university. Anyways, I remember like having to do that and <clears throat> I didn't have motivation to do that. And I remember like it came to like a point like where my mom was like yo uh what's going on you know like she sat me down um yeah you know like how are you feeling about this and i remember like just like crying so much <laughs> i was like really? you know, oh yeah it was such a hard moment for me in my life to like really admit like i did not want to do engineering <laughs> oh <laughs> like it was like such a hard thing because i put so much in like you know, technically, like, five years of, like, just constantly thinking about this, right? And, and mm. taking action, right? And, like, I was, like, dead set on, like, being a product designer. <laughs> like, one, <laughs> one of the guys that could, like, um, you know, make a cool sketch of a chair and, like, get paid a bunch of money to do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know.
0: But you lost um, that. But there was something else that you gained, I guess.
1: Yeah, 100%. It was, um like, I really... You know, in that moment, I was 19 years old and I'm like, you know, I'm going to be a life coach. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then like, you know, as a result, like I started talking to people about this and, you know, and I had like a really uh, at the time I was really close to this group of friends I had. And and they were like, yo, what the fuck? A life coach, dude, you're like 19.
0: Because they <laughs> like, don't know what li- li- they don't know what a life coach is. I, actually, I hate the term life coach. I don't even like it. I don't like that <laughs> title. It's not life coaching. It's like, oh, it is just coaching. Yeah. It is coaching. But, it's the essence of coaching. The essence of yeah. asking questions, the essence of guiding. That's it. And you can learn that because it's a skill. But yeah. anyways, what what, yeah, what was I, your, re- how did you react then? Back. So
1: like, yeah, so many people were like, um, you know, Like, you know, my friend friend group was like, what the hell? Like, you know, like you need to, I mean, my family is actually pretty supportive. I was, I'm really lucky (laughs) for that. You know, I'm really lucky. They understood the page I was on at all times, Uh you know, especially my mother. So uh, I had that solid ground. Right. But, you know, I had like my, also my other, my other anchors was this friend group I had for like those like five years. Right. Yeah. And, you know, it was, there was like a really, really. Strong friend group for me because it was like it was like the first time like I like belonged to like a clique of people because I didn't have friends for like the longest time of my life. Um, you know, I had like one really good best friend, like from like you know, grade three, and I still have him today. I'm actually gonna um move in with him this year, it's gonna be great. And we're gonna be like, we're gonna, be, like we're gonna like turn it into like a complete like um self actualization, like prison, <laughs> like it's gonna be like it's gonna be crazy we're gonna like push each other to do so much um wow. to become like world class it's gonna be so much fun
0: well what is it that you're really striving for what 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 is for your me? ultimate? yeah
1: in, I in just terms want of life to...
0: purpose so...
1: so my life purpose is to invigorate others to really get on their path mm-hmm. um you know to find out who they are and create a life purpose out of that you know i think i really do believe that life purposes have found and half created um where you know there is things that you can't control that you're just interested in you know <clears throat> for me i'm interested in like changing people's states of consciousness to like be inspired and invigorated and motivated i want like to be like the slayer of l- limiting beliefs you know i want to Mm -hmm. um i want to be like yo dude it's possible but you like you gotta like work for it you know you gotta you gotta be spending so much time into thinking about what you want that's like one of the biggest keys that like i i the things that i do that you know nobody else around me like physically around me does Mm -hmm. which is like putting countless hours into like you know drilling into my mind like what the heck do i want
0: do you ask those like when you ask the question what do i want do you ask it on a with the purpose of having a existential realization to that point or do you mean in terms of what do i value what can i use in my life what can i uh, integrate more with what can i spend more time doing so to what level do you take that question
2: i take
1: that question to from the top to the bottom from the top of the existential to like the bottom like things you're doing in the moment you know enjoying your life now like you know the regular common goals and whatnot yeah like so the whole of course just like what do you want you know like i really do believe in like really you know going ham in on your spirituality and going ham in on like your survival right um you know really getting those satisfying answers yeah uh you know like pursuing enlightenment you know awakening you know and like you know getting that ultimate stuff but also creating a life that's just awesome you know and and like one that you feel proud of living you know like uh, creating a body that you're proud to be in um you know creating an environment where you're not around like any negative people energy suckers you know <laughs> energy vampires right <laughs> um i think it's everything i mean it, it's creating a life that balances all of it you know it's surfing that wave
2: yeah i uh, so, i totally agree
1: um it, like a, a complete holistic approach you know getting all of it
0: mm-hmm. um, so how do how do you do this What are the things that you could, let's say I would be totally new to personal development and -hmm. I would come to you and say, hello, Christian, I don't, I just, I don't do anything really that Mm -hmm. I'm proud of and I don't have any confidence and yeah, I don't really know what I want. And uh, basically most areas of my life are just in major chaos and shit. So um, how could you help me? Where do I start? Bro,
1: you're just like me. I know exactly. <laughs> I was just like that. <laughs> and I'm still working through. Like, I'm like, you know, I'm only 22 right now. And like, you know, what I'm like, things is going to get really cool. Like when I'm like 30, you know, because um, it's like a, I feel like my life right now is like, um, I think it's like there's, there's this is bamboo that like takes like 10 years to like Germany or like to like it's in the ground. It takes 10 years for that thing to like finally sprout out. And then when it does sprout, it like grows like, like a couple feet a day or something like that. Like something crazy.
0: What is that thing then? What do you think that is? What do you think happens?
1: <sighs> it, I like to call it like an incub- like incubating, like, in- like an incubation period, you know, um, yeah. A lot of people with personal development, they don't really value the incubation process. You know, there's a lot of, like, um, they want, like, the showy success now. And one thing right away I would say to someone who has no idea, like, yo, I want to, like, turn this life around, but it's completely chaos. I don't know what the hell's going on. I don't know who I am. Right away, I think the most important thing is to humble them (laughs) to the process. Like, okay, take out your phone, right? Do you got your phone beside you? Yeah. Right? If everyone's listening to it on their phone, look at the damn
0: phone. Yeah, I'm looking at my phone right now.
1: <laughs> okay. This is a very complex piece of technology. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, How long would it take for you to understand, like, all the coding that went into the operating system, all the design, um, all the stuff that made... Like they got this manufactured, the science behind the materials that made it, you know. <laughs> There's my dog in the uh, back. <laughs> um Well, like, how many years would it take well, to understand all of this, so you can like recreate the operating system, completely modify, like completely change it from like the ground
0: up, right? Well, uh, wait, wait longer than I desi- desire to wait. That's for <laughs> sure.
1: Like I'm thinking like, man, if you like study like eight hours a day, like, you know, maybe 10 years, you know?
0: Yeah, like, that's so uh, because your- there's, that's so, like- there's so many things to learn about it as well. I mean, it's not just, I guess, the technology. That's the point. It's not the, like the mechanics of it, the, the engineering of it. It's there's so many other things.
2: Um, the, the entire
0: apps, iPhone yeah. has a life in it understanding the application understanding the the functions there are so many degrees to it as well so and uh that's amazing
1: and point at the phone all
0: right Yeah, i'm pointing at it Uh, yeah
1: all right now that's a very complex machine and that'll take a lot of work to figure out oh yeah now point that finger right at you (laughs) how long would it take out the? how long would it take to figure out that machine
0: this right here, myself. <laughs> well, it depends on what we mean by figure your out. Your
1: body, your mind, your consciousness, whatever. All of it.
0: To understand you know, it? And to, like,
1: to be able to understand it so you know how to reprogram it, you know how to how to make it do what you want, you know. Okay, so like the the, the
0: the understanding, the, the mechanics of... The body and the mind. Uh, like, well, I guess that would take a very, very, very long time. It would it, take a
1: lifetime.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it feels like I need to kind of select my area. are so many areas to choose from. Like, where do I start? Um, I, I don't want to be a doctor, so I guess I don't need to know <laughs> the body bodily functions, etc. Well, I need to know some about my health obviously yeah (laughs) uh there is some part there that i might need
1: where do you even start (laughs) right so one thing that you know i've actually you know because i talk (laughs) a lot right
2: Mm -hmm.
1: i've had people come to me and be like yo there's like so much shit to work on like i'm like yeah dude like (laughs) you're like way more complex than your iphone you know, mm-hmm. no shit. It's gonna take a while. Be patient. It's gonna be a while to even figure out what's going on, let alone change the things in the operating system. Right. You know?
0: Where would you? But where would you start, though? Like, where would you start? Would you but start right up, with- So
1: that's the first thing I would say. <laughs> just, just to humble with the time, but you know, to like humble you with like, hey, you're gonna need a lot of. You need to be willing to put a lot into this. Uh-huh. Um. Okay, but then the start, um, is really understanding your story.
0: <laughs> okay, understanding my story.
1: So one thing that I did, um, that really helped with me, and and every so often I, I still like uh doodle things like this, but it's like writing your own. Autobiography, where you know, and you you specifically, like, so you write about all like the like significant events in your life. Like you kind of make like a timeline from the day you're born t- to today, right? Right. And you know, this is actually a great exercise you can do. Um, where like you you take like ten minutes and you just write all the main things to your life, right? All the things you can remember. You know, don't worry if you forget about certain things. If you forget mm-hmm. about them, they're not significant enough, anyways. Um, and then maybe you'll remember them later and they are significant. but anyways so let's say you have this list in front of you okay, you did this exercise, right? Um, I've uh, you know, when doing workshops, I remember doing this exercise um,
0: and- so you put you put yourself on a timeline to look mm-hmm. at only the past.
1: Yeah the, so- and
0: the major events and by major events you mean things that you remember that you really enjoyed or really, disliked? Um,
1: the best and the worst, you know? best
0: and the worst. Okay.
1: You know, like, all, like, the, the significant ones, you know, but especially the worst ones, actually. Because yeah. the thing is, <clears throat> so let's say you have this list in front of you, right? There's going to be some experiences that are going to be, like, incredibly um, uh, impactful in shaping who you are today, right? Yeah. And you know these experiences are gonna be like a lot of like a lot of them. The ones I want to talk about are the traumatic experiences, the really negative ones. You know, yeah. and right away you need to identify all of those, and you need to do shadow work on all of that because wow, one of like most people like. <clears throat> no one grows up without shadow work like i mean without trauma
0: <laughs> true
1: no everyone in I mean, this there are different planet. there
0: are so many different degrees to the trauma i mean mm-hmm. some some people have such a hard forgotten trauma in their past that affects them on a subconscious level but they are not even aware of it
2: yeah but it, they, that's just start-
0: a, the, the way they are and it's like fixing mm-hmm. that sort of problem is an extremely difficult uh, and frustrating process. Um, but in terms of like those other tinier traumas that we usually forget about, is those like, or do you mean those tiny traumas that perhaps um, we have forgotten about that still had an effect on our minds as we were younger, but perhaps in the grand scheme of things aren't really that? Uh, uh, like dangerous.
1: Like, oh yeah. Like you are saying like things that affect us in the past. And as a result, we see more dangerous in the present.
0: Um, yeah. I mean, I don't really know how it would uh, affect you in the present moment, but uh, traumas can be on a very smaller scale.
1: Hmm. That's true. Yeah. The micro traumas. And well, I would put shadow work in general, I would put in a couple categories. Um, uh, I probably don't have them all on top of my head, but the ones that come off, like just off the dome right now, are okay. They're going to be the significant negative experiences, right? Mm-hmm. You know, someone died, or you know, you got raped, or you know, you know, some you were beaten as a child. And sometimes it's not just one experience. It can like trauma can accumulate over like just being like you know not loved by your parent over time. Yeah, you know and so like there's many uh, things ways to identify trauma and there's also like um, for as far as like uh, shadow work I would also put like the indoctrination you get from your society from your culture from the media you know and unwiring
0: like subliminal trauma as well it's like very very tiny tiny uh, Mm -hmm. uh, bits of information that gets fed day by day And eventually it just creates a whole, basically a whole map in your mind.
1: Yeah. And so right away, right? Like the first thing after humbling them to like, yo, there's gonna be a lot of work here is Mm. find your trauma points and work through all of them. Because no matter how much growth you try to make, you're always going to fall back on your programs from your trauma, period. Like you're going to constantly hit the wall. (laughs) if you don't fix your own shit you know (laughs) like um and look i had so much anxiety when i was younger i couldn't go outside i had like Mm -hmm. trauma from like bees or something like it wasn't like it was like subtle i think i associated like the buzzing of bees with like bullying or whatever Mm
2: -hmm.
1: but like for me like i couldn't even go outside like just like the buzzing in like like mosquitoes bees and like really? also like you know scared of spiders oh yeah like i couldn't go outside
0: That's, uh, right. but what did you associate <laughs> it with by the way what did you say
1: i think i associate with bullying you know bullying.
0: why did um, you so asso- why do you think that you associate <laughs> Dude, <laughs> sorry your brain
1: sorry. just associates
0: yeah things. like but why why do you think that those two things happen like it just i of course you cannot know exactly why but just so, do you have any sort of like interesting theory about it if you just thought so, about when
1: it, it comes to so your brain does whatever it thinks it needs to do to survive right yeah and sometimes it will just associate something completely unrelated to something else and the it will just make that connection, <clears throat> you know, like yeah. that's how you get like people that are scared of elevators,
2: Yeah, you know,
1: um, your brain just does this. It, it will just make a wrong connection that doesn't work, <laughs> you know. Um, and I mean, there's so many like there's so many crazy like I've heard like stories. So there's this person I heard of where they had so much trauma that they, their vision was impacted. Like everything was dark. Like they would have like twenty lights on in the room, and it was they couldn't. They still couldn't see in the drawer. (laughs) And then this guy, he um, he did a really. He he was seeing his therapist a lot, and his therapist was like, "Look, try this." Um, you know, he did uh five grams of mushrooms. He did that, you know, therapeutic trip.
0: Did he? He did it alone.
1: And then after that.
0: Did he do it alone <laughs> his with his? Changed. Did he do it completely alone or with his friends or?
1: I think he did. Like, it, al- he did it alone. He did it alone, mm-hmm. and he focused on his trauma. Right. And he had that work through him.
0: Right. Okay. So, did he have like a certain? Because um, I guess in the, in those uh, states it can be very difficult to be coherent with certain things because there are so many things happening so did he have any sort of like plan on how he was going to do the introspection work uh in order to heal those traumas was that something that he found or made himself or he just kind of let his mind guide him
1: he just let his mind guide him for sure you know okay yeah but but one of the things i just want to point out oh that's my phone sorry (laughs) One thing I just want to point out is that trauma affects how you even see, you know, how you even grow. I've met people that had so much trauma that they couldn't even like <clears throat> their 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 bones and muscles and everything, they couldn't grow properly.
0: Really? You know. Literally, yes. That's uh that's pretty intense that's like you know
1: you'll get irritable bowel syndrome like any like you know crazy yeah, like, like the
0: trauma it's a, it kind of presents itself in the body physically right the right. body holds score and <laughs> the it, that can take a very score. long time and uh, it can happen in very strange ways and uh, people they don't understand this actually sometimes it's uh, it's that's why it's of course it's extremely important to do this uh therapeutic work this shadow work which can be a, a very difficult thing to do because it's also like when do you know when you are healed from the trauma and how do you not fall back into the, those old traps and that can be a whole journey on itself um mm-hmm. but what would you say would be the next step after this shadow work in that
1: case so once you've done <coughs> an adequate amount of shadow work um it actually should be easy to, like, quit, like, your vices. Um, right. Okay. Uh, like, you'd be surprised, like, you can, like, the next day, if, if, if it's, like, a really powerful session. <laughs> One of the most underrated techniques, um, you know, a lot of people, like, they say, they think therapy and are like, oh, yeah, talk therapy, sitting in the chair. Like, no, no, no the one that's like completely like really good, like a really good sober therapy, mm. EMDR. Um, So I had like one session of this, right. Uh, It's literally just uh, EMDR stands for eye movement, uh, desensitization and reprocessing. And mm-hmm. so it's just like, you know, you float back into those memories and like you float back as like, you know, like seven year old Christian or six year old Christian, like you know, with the bees or whatever, like you got kind of go right back into that experience, right? Yep. you get your state of consciousness right back to that point, and then you know you open your eyes and you have the therapist guide you with their head moving your eyes left to right, you know, and you're forcing. Ah, your right, brain right, right,
0: That's the one to you share said. information. That, like, that was very interesting.
1: Mm. Have you experienced this before?
0: No. I, I saw the video, but I still don't quite understand it.
1: Yeah. Notice. So basically what it does, it, uh, it desensitizes the old hurt. You know, um, when we you know, so let's say like I had, when I was had that <clears throat> trauma in me, that anxiety in me, right. Um, you know, anxiety is just a symptom of trauma, right. So, yeah. uh, <clears throat> so I had the anxiety, like I would, when I would go outside it would be like super hot outside, and I would like have like long sleeves, you know, pants, hoodie, like tight, pulled tight, and I'd have like earplugs in <laughs> to go outside.
0: Even <laughs> like, during the summer. Oh yeah. Wow, that yeah. must have been very warm.
1: <laughs> that was just how I like coped, right?
0: Why did you? Um, why, why did you do that? What was the? Did you feel like it was a sort of security?
1: Yeah, it like, was like that. I didn't want like any like bugs to touch me, or you know.
2: Oh.
1: Um. And but anyways, I remember like only like <laughs> when, when did like COVID nineteen start? <laughs> when did the... <laughs>
0: uh. Well, there are so many theories about that. But <laughs> maybe when officially did it start? Like getting a, big, Like as a, pan- right? as a pandemic was yeah March 2020.
1: So. In 2020 was the first time I actually started to enjoy hikes. (laughs) Like actually like hiking outside. Um, But I remember like so when I was like younger I was like what 14 or I can't even remember how old I was when I got this EMDR but like one session, one or two sessions man it was tough. You know it's like dealing with your own stuff right. But once I came out once I leaned in right and really like putting you know my head on the chopping block and like just really let go and faced it after that session i was desensitized to the point like the following summers i like raised like spiders as a hobby
0: really After just like two sessions
1: yeah one or two sessions like i mean for some people they're gonna need more right and it's also you,
0: you can only do this with a therapist right uh or you, well, you can't do it uh, yourself in, in any way.
1: Someone <laughs> yeah, someone that need, definitely needs to be trained, you know. And mm-hmm. I I would say, you know, EMDR therapy, NLP, uh, so Neuro Linguistic Programming, a therapist trained in that. And yeah. also, uh, probably is the same long lines as hypnotherapy, right? Um, mm-hmm. Stuff that makes a physical change In the brain, you know Something with movement, for sure
0: Something that Um, stimulates The mind at the same time
1: So That's step one (laughs) So Mm -hmm. my life purpose Is to teach people how to create A peaceful mind and a passionate life Okay, so step one Peaceful mind Deal with all your trauma Heal it all, you know and then, like you know, along with that, you know, start questioning everything. You know, I want
0: like that. He- that healing process is that only uh, uh, a work for the mind, or is that also something you do very really physically or quote unquote practically in your life? Are there many things you have to fix in your external world in order to help heal those traumas? Because I mean, what? even if I heal my traumas, and I still have. Problems facing me outside. Mm-hmm. I mean, I still have to deal with those things, whether or not they're connected to the trauma.
1: Okay. So that's actually a really good point. So basically, yeah, I mean, so this would still fall under shadow work, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there's a trauma. Okay, deal with that. But then there's environment change, getting the energy vampires out of your life, right? Um, you know, <clears throat> getting yourself maybe a better job, you know, and eventually working towards something better.
0: Yeah. What right, is it's an energy transition. vampire, by the way, for the listeners? Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, you know, those people have just freaking suck you dry. Those motherfuckers that just are negative as hell. They bring you down. They could be a close family member, you know, um, they could be anyone. And, but you still keep them in your life for some reason, you know? Maybe it's attachment, you know, because like the blood-related or whatever, you know. Oh, okay. but these are the people in your life that, uh, they bring you down. They don't lift you up.
2: Mm-hmm. They, you know,
1: they they're energy vampires.
0: <laughs> okay, <laughs> um, yeah. So that's the um, second step to get rid of those people. Get
1: rid of those people, right? <laughs> so one thing I really want to preach with my work is. the power of environment change yeah changing your environment is so critical because look, yeah you'll solve your trauma, and you'll you'll quiet down the old hurt but if you're in the same environment man like you're just gonna go back to those programs right you're around the same people right
0: there's so many different ways we can change our environments is there any other way we could do that do you think I mean, except (laughs) for, like, just physically moving or something. Physically
1: moving, actually. You know, what's kind of funny is that for the longest time, I didn't think staying at home would bottleneck my progress. But it totally does. Um, You know, and to the point where, like, um, this month, at the end of the month here, I'm moving out. Uh, mm. you know, like I, I have like good relationships with my ship with my family, you know, so I'm I, you know <clears throat> I think there's a lot of uh people that are in my position like, you know I'm in this privileged position where I'm actually able to like stay home and I'm able to uh you know actually enjoy my family, you know what my, my family isn't like really toxic, but yeah. at the same time. Because there is a lot of people out there that have, like, super toxic families, like, where, you know, like, just being around them is just bringing them down more and more and more. Like, one of my really good friends, um, you know, that's the situation he's in. Like, his family is just a complete drag on him, you know? It's like, <clears throat> and, he's, and he knows it, you know? I see. Um, But, like, even for me that has, like, you know, I've been really privileged to have like the family I do have, you know, you know, loving mother, right. Loving father. Right. Um, I'm getting comfortable here. Right. And I'm still, uh, running programs of like being the child, you know, not taking enough responsibility, you know, and that's just kind of, you kind of fall into these programs because, you know, you grew up with these people always doing stuff for you. And as a result, like, on both sides you you fall naturally into these patterns of like the parent child you know um and what i realized is like one of the best gifts i could give myself this year is to just fully move out you know and i'm only gonna take like the bare necessities i'm not taking my ps4 my xbox whatever you know because i'm like really serious about just focusing on what's important, focusing on my work, just reading, writing, creating content. Um. And so yeah, literally changing your physical environment. You know, I've heard when uh, you shouldn't only be in the same city, for like three or five years, three to five years. Like if you're like, you know, in your twenties, whatever, move cities, you know, uh, if you haven't moved to a different city, a different place, and you live in this town the whole life. Um, you're going to like hit this homeostasis in the comfort zone. And you're actually going to be like um, less confident because you're going to kind of be more self-conscious. But if like in your, you're in like a new city, like nobody knows you, like you,
0: you know, it can actually yourself- it can actually become a bit addicted to do that as well. I've experienced that when I lived abroad, I usually moved around to different apartments uh, around mm-hmm. the city that, that I lived in through Airbnb. So uh, I always went mm-hmm. to new places and I just always felt this sort of experience that you talk about um, as a sort of renewal thing. Like uh, I, I have the, the chance to kind of become better in some way. Things are new. So therefore I have to kind of adapt to the environment and also become more new, so to speak. It's a mm-hmm. It was kind of a, a strange energy, but uh, still... Uh, it's a very powerful thing. But if you do it too much, eventually, I mean, you can't always move around. Eventually, you might have to settle down. And then if you have a problem with settling down, that could be a very, very big uh, problem in that case, since you always need to feel like mm-hmm. you need to change. Uh, well, there can be a an erotic
1: form to that for sure. Um, but for most, I'm just speaking be- on behalf of like, young people in their 20s hell even their 30s right like yeah yeah um because yeah there's like people that are always chasing the next thing but i'm not talking about those people i'm you know i'm talking about people that actively like make sure they're not like running away from things you know Mm. they're running towards something you know that like a higher you know like moving out is moving out is not running towards a, a, another high and another comfort.
0: Right, right. Yeah, I didn't mean it like that either. It's more like mm-hmm. um, it, it becomes a habit as well. Mm. And that it's not about the actual thing that you're doing because you could do mm-hmm. something like you could go to a certain place. You can live somewhere, but you could go to a certain place um, every single day and that just make that your habit and become emotionally invested in that habit. And eventually, you are gonna miss that thing, and you're gonna have a hard time actually um, a- adapting. And I can say that can be a, a, a kind of like a technical problem for some people. But Of course, I know what you mean. <laughs> Most people are not like that, so yeah. Uh, that that's a good thing. So.
1: So yeah. So so here's the, so here's the structure we got so far. Right. Mm. We got the trauma work right. Which includes the significant events, of course, with the habits and also the changing the environment, right? Yeah. You know, like there's so many things changing your old programs, destroying your limiting beliefs, right? Um, exposing <laughs> yourself to new experiences, right? Just like getting rid of all that dead wood, right? That I mean, honestly, like if you could just do that, you'd be like a pretty damn good person, <laughs> like pretty self actualized person, just that alone, right? You know, Mm. not having to worry about anxiety, feeling anxiety at all, just having your body feel fine, you know, feeling great, you know, but then, you know, once you get all that, you're going to want to have more. Like the massless hierarchy of needs, you're going to want to go higher. Mm. And here is where you're going to want to like really, you know, have really feel like you have an impact on the world or really feel like you're in your place. That's more important. You know, intuitively we kind of know this, but we don't really act this out. And like, really, we're not really serious about it because everyone else around us is not serious about this, but I like to put it this way. You want your life to feel like you're like the last piece right in the center of a 2000 piece puzzle. You know, you want to like completely feel like your life fits you like a glove Um, and that life only works for you, only for you. And so it's figuring out now, who am I? Like, what switches me on? (laughs) What makes like, like time just go super fast? What makes me get into that flow state? What makes me care so much that I will suffer for it? What do I love so much that I will suffer towards it? You know, right. something that will bring something out of me. Mm. You know, really figuring that out, um, and and then like building a vision around who you could become, and and <clears throat> you know, one thing that I've been struggling with, which is like learning how to create a really solid vision, right? And I'm still working on that myself, you know?
0: Yeah, but, that, that but can also it's be like, very difficult. Mm-hmm. But it's a, it, extremely inspiring as well. Hmm.
1: But I think right away, the first one I can just think about when it comes to vision is like, who's that person like five years from now? Or like 10 years from now? That, like, if you did everything right, you know You woke up every day And you put in the effort Who is that badass You could become You know Like You know You'll show up in this You'll have The body like this You know You'll have the The confidence like this You'll you'll be all loving like this You know You'll be articulate like this You know yeah. All this stuff You know So you figured out All your shit at work You know and Of course That's gonna be a lifelong process as well Like you know You're gonna You're gonna be like I'm gonna be like 30 <laughs> I'll be like dude, I just learned about this problem now. And I've been, because so much shadow work is just, like, figuring out um, uh, where it's located. Um, you don't even right. know uh, a lot of your shadow is stuff that you don't even, it's not even in your awareness. You don't even know it's your problem yet.
2: True. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, so, like, so figuring out what you want to do. And then really lasering in on forcing yourself to laser in. And when I'm about, you know, and this is going to be for very specific people. Like <clears throat> I'm not, um, I don't really want to teach. I mean, of course, I'm going to have a lot of messages that a lot of people are going to need to hear. But what I really want to focus in on is like turning your life into like an art form where you design everything around becoming the best in that you know
0: you, where you can... do you what do you mean by that by the way could you repeat that like...
1: yeah so imagine like having like everything you see think feel here right
2: mm-hmm.
1: everything in your life is like completely siloed to like turn you into like the ultimate specimen you know the ultimate master of your craft
0: so like you basically you don't have any um you mean like extra like internal threats to yourself but you Mm -hmm. just you just are the like every area of your life is just really the way that you want it to be and Mm -hmm. you are fully in tune with it is that what you mean
1: yeah, I mean, really just filling your life, invigorating your life with spirit. Okay, You know? Um, I think, like, there's... I mean, for me, like, there's gonna be a lot of people that are gonna want like their balance and stuff, and yeah, I'll probably have a balance, uh, you know, at other times in my life. But, like, for example, for me, at this stage of my life, my balance needs to switch right over to, like, pedal to the metal. Like, Becoming someone Like Incredible
0: You know Where do you see yourself If you look into You said you're 22 now right So Yeah If you look into When you're 30 years old Where would you see yourself then Or where would you hope To see yourself
1: So (laughs) I would hope To see myself
0: Just Be like Totally blunt about Honestly Like where do you really (laughs)
1: Completely blunt Okay so Several bestseller books 100% Uh huh you yeah. know, um, I really like to write. You know, so books are gonna be there. Um, I want to be a completely, like, a so fully certified uh, life coach. Yeah. Um, I want to be one of those kind of influencer people. So who you know, anyone that's like in the <clears throat> self help space, then you know, you know the. Mm-hmm. You know, whoever you think you look up to, I want to be one of those people that is, has like millions of followers and is able to just like speak, motivate, and invigorate people. I, I really see myself as one of those. Um, and I want to turn myself into that person and, and then like sharing that journey. Um, nice. And like learning how to turn myself into that person from this perspective Mm -hmm. you know for me like my perspective is like coming from like a place of like how to turn someone that was like complacent into like someone that's super motivated
0: yeah Um, oh that's very ambitious uh, uh, dream you have there but it's uh, it it sounds very inspiring as well it's like you dare to aim high you have to
1: Mm. I rather look, I think it's wrong to aim realistically mm. because, or even like, well, I don't even like the word realistic <laughs> because the people that really change the world are people that are crazy enough to imagine things that are quote unquote unrealistic. Yeah, you know, I'd rather be overly ambitious and miss, you know overly optimistic and miss than pessimistic and realistic and hit. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I mean, like
0: there, there can also be a very fine balance to that, I guess.
1: hundred percent. And it's finding out what works for you. But for me, <clears throat> I think the essence of really what I want to teach is to make sure like your life feels like you're, you're putting your all in, like you, you put, you're listening to your conscience, you know, cause there's always your conscience telling you like who you could be and and like the work you can put in. And you kind of want to be thinking about like this imaginary scenario where like you're on your deathbed, you know, in like your seventies or whatever, you know?
0: And you're but like, I, I, hope you know, I hope it's, I hope it's, a uh, uh, long after that <laughs> but you, you know. never know that's the scary part
1: well here's the thing um, there's a lot of people I remember like seeing like <clears throat> this thing where it's like um, what was it uh, people yeah the people think they can live forever and mm, one thing that I-, I remember hearing this you know pe- people always act like they live, they live forever Act like you're gonna die at age sixty-five. Wow, that's how wow. people should act. Because, look, man, you don't right, know right what right the before hell retirement. is gonna happen to you. Shit, you don't know what the hell is gonna happen to you in this life. You might get cancer. You might get this. You might get that. And by age sixty-five, how much energy are you gonna have to accomplish your stuff that you need to accomplish? You know, how much energy, how much resources, like, like all of it, you're going to have that in your twenties, thirties and forties, you know, like yeah. you should be ready to completely like just die a hundred percent at age 65. Easy.
0: <laughs> wow. That's a very brave that statement.
1: <laughs> like, I, it doesn't make sense. Like to to think about other, like. You want to be realistic here? (laughs) People always want being realistic, you know. You want to be realistic, prepare to die at age 65. You know, Mm. what would you have to do to be satisfied? You know? So then it sets a constraint. You know, once you start setting constraints on yourself, you start being like, oh shit, (laughs) I need to get to work. You know? And look, after age 65, once you've done it all, every everything else is bonus you know (laughs) know? (laughs) honestly like and that was another thing um so there's this exercise that i did from this book called the success principles as i mentioned earlier he has this exercise where he talks about mind mapping and i didn't know what this was right um You know, for people that don't know, just look up mind map on, you know, Google images, right? And you have this topic in the center and then you have like these branches going off of it, right? So we're going to jump right back to where I was, you know, in my last year of college there. We're going to jump right back. We're going to connect it right back to that story. So in those, in the first couple months of 2019 there, I was doing these mind maps and... (laughs) And it was there was this exercise he had you do, which was thirty things I want I wanted to do, thirty things I wanted to be, and thirty things I wanted to have before I die. And now the thing that I would cap onto it, die at sixty five.
0: By the way, Christian, can you hear me?
1: Yeah, I can hear you.
0: Okay, good. Because I have to, I have to just switch the microphone thing.
1: Your microphone is more cancerous.
0: It was working, but my headset was uh, being weird for some reason.
1: Unbelievable. All right, <laughs> let's yeah. let's go with it. <laughs> yeah, but um, you
0: can still hear me and everything, so that's good. Hundred percent. Yeah.
1: <clears throat> so, so I did these mind maps here. I think everyone should do this. Where, so let's say you listed all thirty things for each one. Thirty things I want to be. Thirty things I want to do and 30 things I want to have, right? And, you know, let's say you have 90 bullet points here, right? Um, you know, it can be more, it can be less, whatever. I don't think I even hit 90 myself. Um, but I think it came pretty close. It was like 80-something. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> then you make a mind map on each individual point on how you're going to get it. Correct. Right. And I remember like it just that like exercise. So like I was, I was in, in college. I was, you know, my classes at the time are like at 10 AM. So I would wake up at 6 AM and I would like do like five or six mind maps in the morning. <laughs> Doing, oh. working on these ideas. Um, and I felt like so invigorated. I felt like so much clarity. I felt like I was on top of the world Because for the first time, these ideas of these ambitions, like a lot of people think like, oh, yeah, that's ambitious. Like, no, no, no. If you can just realize that you have the power to uh, get what you want, you realize that, you know, you you don't know how to do it now, but you know. The technique of how to get there, the the discovery process, right? And so one of those techniques
2: is. Go ahead.
1: Go ahead. So, yeah, one of those techniques is mind mapping, right? Um, And so I made a mind map on all these points, right? And I developed so much clarity on that. And through that, I was able to, you know, first of all, I was able to really realize what actually went into a lot of these things. Like, oh, my God, I got to do this and this and this. And I need to get this quality myself or I need to fix this problem but one another really valuable thing that I learned was like things I actually didn't want to do (laughs) Uh, you know there's there's quite a few things on there that I I, things I thought I wanted to have you know uh, I thought I wanted to be you know I did this exercise again you know just in the past couple months you know and i i don't th- i think i was only able to come with like come up with like 30 points out of like 90
2: <laughs> mhm
1: because i've honed in even more on what i want you know on what's important to me and uh-huh. just that discovery process uh just understanding that alone like where you want to go you're going to be ahead of so many other people. Cause you're just going to naturally gravitate towards things. Like you're going to experience, you're going to run to certain people. You're going to experience certain things. You're going to find certain YouTube channels. You know, you're going to pick up a certain book. Once you know, like, Oh yeah, I want to do like paramotoring or whatever. Like, yeah, I'm going to take that opportunity. Right. But it starts like just really taking that time to think and, you know, I, lo- I love connecting it with like, expect diet 65. There's a, there's a chart, <clears throat> my life in weeks. You can probably look, you know, look this up, Google images. Yeah. <laughs> That's for myself. <clears throat> they have, a, yeah. And, and people have been making posters on it of it now. Cause it's, it's such a popular graphic. Okay. My life in weeks, and it goes like down to like 80, 85 years old, right? And you, you like mark in your boxes, right? So like every mm-hmm. week that passes, you fill in a box. And you're like counting down your days to your death. Mm-hmm. I want to crop. I, I, when I printed out one of these for myself, I cropped it at 65.
0: <laughs> Wait, what did you say?
1: I cropped it at 65. Yeah.
0: 65, okay.
1: So I'm 22 now right? So, mm-hmm. this sheet I have is the third full.
0: But does, does that make you scared when you fill it in? Well, what motivates you? What is the not, purpose of it? That, like-
1: it's, it's really connecting with, like, dude, you only have a certain amount of time here. Like, like get on, get serious about your life now. Um. I think really connecting with your mortality <clears throat> has right. is like one of the biggest motivators. You know, you want to see some motivated people. <laughs> speak to people that had a near-death experience. No. You know, no. like speak to people that know they're going to die in, in months from now. You know, cancer, whatever. <clears throat> people that are like, damn. I need to get what i want done you know for some people cancer has been their best blessing blessing
0: you know in disguise right. but if you live in let's play. say let's say christian let's say that you live like according to your philosophy principle that you are gonna die when you're 65 let's say just say you're totally prepared for that you live yeah. as if you will do that and you're 100 percent committed to that idea then when you reach 65 and let's say you don't die
2: mm-hmm.
0: like are you like able to like get rid of that idea like what happens after that for you then
1: well it's just a model right I mean you know you're you're always gonna have models to motivate you in life right
0: right and so you mean that that sort of thing like you will transcend it so, will transcend oh, that 100%, model.
1: Dude, when I'm when I'm 65
0: right you're not gonna
1: so enlightened, like, so, like, yeah, I'm, when I'm 65, I'm going to be like some, something else. I'm not wow. even going to be human anymore.
2: Wow. Honestly.
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I will be like one of those people, like you look at and then they'll be like, yo, what the so fuck?
0: You're, you're like, really, are you like, you're really into the spiritual work. Like mm-hmm. you're really engaged in it.
1: 100 percent I want you
0: are you want to know like truth and, and so on.
1: hundred percent. Like when I when I'm age sixty five, I'm gonna be like super awake, you know, like I'm uh-huh. gonna be like a different being. Um, you know, I'm gonna have like all my success that I've always wanted, you know. Of course, by that time I was like it <clears throat> my life will just become like a life of like serving people, right? Cause I would have yeah. like made the money I wanted. I have my buddy. So my good friend, he's like, um, this just comes to mind. Like he, he's going to make his money, like being a surgeon and whatnot. So my best friend wants to be a surgeon, <laughs> you know, he has that ambition. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, because this is the kind of people I vibe with the people I really vibe with are the people that are like, dude, I wouldn't do that.
2: Mm-hmm. You know?
1: And he he says like he wants to make a bunch of money. He just wants like to travel in the last years of his life. He just wants he just wants to travel until he's dead. <laughs> um, <laughs> just like nothing with traveling.
0: So he that's um, just like, what he wants. He just wants to travel.
1: <laughs> um well he wants to become like a like a really like skilled like surgeon, like co- constructing people's faces and stuff and like People that, like, like, he's, like, he's, like, incredibly fascinated with, like, um you know, like, people that, like, lose their jaws in an accident and, like, completely, like, reconstructing it and, like, it's wild. And I'm, like, I'm, like, okay, cool. If you're passionate about that, go for it. You
2: know, for me, I'm really passionate about uh changing people's consciousness
1: into an invigorated and motivated mindset. You know, all these limiting beliefs Gone, you know, and like Of course, I'm not talking about Delusional levels of like Positivity or something like that, no, I'm talking Like very real school of hard knocks Grounded, right Mm. But at the same time Never letting You know, unnecessary Things be your Demise, be your excuse, you know Your limiting beliefs or whatever Because Dude, I, I can't even, like, for me, people are like, oh, wow, you want to do all this crazy stuff? That's insane. When I'm thinking, like, you don't want to do that? You're the crazy one. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. dude, we're all going to freaking die, <laughs> you
0: know? So that's basically oh, wow. how we create clarity. It's it's a, to really be aware of our own death.
2: I mean on of, you know, of
0: time
1: there's this spirituality aspect I'm not even gonna get into where it's like you know death's not even real you're always alive yeah. but <laughs> your body right now is gonna you know that will <clears throat> be dead
0: right <clears throat> right
1: um and that's the thing you know just really turning your life into an adventure you know, <laughs> like this idea, of, like playing it safe, man, not my cup of tea. <laughs> no. um, I I just see it too much. You know, I, I I don't want it. Ever since I was a kid, I didn't want it. Um, uh, I will I will do whatever I need to to change this person into <laughs> someone that will be able to motivate others and change others. I'm not that person right now. But hell am I ready to like drown myself in the bathtub metaphorically to like make that happen, you know? And I think for me right now, my biggest next step is that environment change, right? For me, uh, moving out, getting out in the world, that's where I am right now, you know? I'm really excited for that. You should be yeah. excited to grow up.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. You know,
1: a lot of people think about, you know, they're in my position, you know, still living at home. They're like, it's a scary world out there. It's like, bro, think of the personal growth. <laughs> it's going to be yeah. awesome.
0: Right. <laughs> That's true.
1: So, so bringing back, right. So. Would I talk, you know, what am I telling to this person that knows nothing, right? About personal development and all that stuff. You know, I've actually I've been very blessed to meet someone just like that in uh in Kidamat here. Mm-hmm. You know, the dude is uh 420 pounds, you know. Um and like one of his most powerful assets was his open mind. Yeah. this guy um you know so we did you know i you know we came good friends because we were <clears throat> we met in like the complete like like the stars aligned of how we met it, like there was <laughs> you know it's just perfect you know life acts in certain ways where you you'll meet the people you need to meet it's very yeah. weird when you start paying attention to this Mhm. <clears throat> You sound like you're bored. It's so
2: no, 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 funny. no.
0: <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I don't. I don't listen because uh, I react <laughs> differently to. Uh, basically no, no, that's just
1: head. me. That's just me. It is. It's like yeah. yo. <laughs> I'm just pointing it out. It's funny. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's, sometimes like,
0: it might uh, sound like that, but it, that's just my style of uh, listening. <laughs> I yeah. just shut up and I listen. <laughs> that's why I end up listening. So, yeah. But you do you you talk. You're a talker. You talk a lot. So that's why I have to balance it out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's just the way it works. All right, continue, please. So I
1: met this. So I met this person, and it was like the first time. Like I was able to actually. This is a one of the biggest struggles that uh, I come across as someone wants to like. Change people's lives and all this fancy la da da shit. Mm. Um, a lot of people just don't want to be helped.
0: You know, right? A and lot of people. So, so it's like
2: mm-hmm.
0: sometimes I, I knew I easily fall, fell into that trap of thinking that everybody needs help as well. Mm-hmm. Everyone doesn't yeah. need help. I if was like, ask for it; they need it.
1: I was yeah. like when I first got into self-help, right, I was like super ideological like this. I was like, um, I was like ready to change everyone's lives and stuff like that. And Mm. the really good metaphor that really sung true for me, sang true for me, was this, which is, uh, um, you need to be the lighthouse. And so what does a lighthouse do? A lighthouse just, Stands there, standing tall, shining bright. You need to just stand tall, be integrous with your personal development, be integrous, you know, with being actualized and just shine bright from being a person that's into personal development. Mm -hmm. Don't go out of your way to try and help people, you know. Um, You know, there's, there's a the people that are going to be helped by you are out outside of your control mm-hmm. you know these people will come to you naturally
0: yeah that's just wow. the way it happens that, that's how we find people mm-hmm. around us uh, to help us when we when we have our questions and our wonders and we just find the teachers basically around us
2: mm-hmm.
1: A lighthouse stands there it doesn't go around trying to show these boats <laughs> you know the way
2: mm-hmm. the
1: boat comes in and the light's shining and it guides them for a certain amount of time and then they leave
2: <clears throat> yeah
1: you know and that's kind of how you gotta have people in your life and that's like one of the hardest things i made a video on this right it's like let go of trying to change others
2: you know
1: mm. um, and like right now with my channel I'm really just finding my voice and like finding my technique, you know. Eventually, I'm just gonna I'm gonna put like way more like effort into making it, like way more professional and stuff like that.
0: But right, yeah. yeah so everyone, everyone listening, uh, check out uh, Christian's channel, creating clarity with Christian. Um Christian, I want to thank you for this entire episode. It's uh, been a pleasure talking to you. Is there anything, because? You've explained a lot about the, the the mechanics and your way of perceiving personal development and, and how it works and the steps that you that you take as a beginner. Mm-hmm. Um, is there any last uh, inspirational um, thing that you would like to share to the audience or anything else oh my that God, you want time to limit. wrap it in? Dude, these time limits. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, there's time but my, my point, I, I don't have any time limit really uh but it's just i if you would like to have an episode too we can yeah. do that
1: <laughs> we'll do that for sure for sure
0: yeah. i mean it's a, I, another episode i mean uh 100
1: 100 i think yeah. so just to cap it off with this so this one person that came into my life right the mm-hmm. dude you know he was he was that person didn't know much about self-development at all right 420 pounds and um his greatest asset was his open-mindedness you know his ability Mm -hmm. to just listen and like surrender so we actually did shadow work with him and we were able to heal like so much you know of his his trauma and whatnot he like came back to me you know he comes back to me he's like yo dude you're like the best thing that's happened in my life like i'm so grateful for you it was Mm -hmm. like that was really good to hear but honestly the thing is that it was because of how open-minded he was and just how willing he was to just like start like you know reading the literature or listening to the you know whatever videos of uh, other teachers right i would like point in directions right And so, your best asset when it comes to personal development is going to be your open-mindedness, hands down, right? Right. Your willingness, your willingness to open your mind to new ideas, and to put in the effort, you know, consciously.
0: Yeah, and surrender, like you mentioned in your video, to to surrender. Just
1: here and there. Um, and I remember one of my. One of the best things when I was listening to that book, Atomic Habits, James Clear, because I listened to the audio. Mm. I got that idea from Prince EA. <laughs> he's like, you know, a really motivational speaker that really motivated me. And I wanted to speak like him one day as well. Yeah. But he's like, you know, when you're driving your car, listen to something. So then when you get to your destination, you'd be there a little bit smarter, a little bit wiser
0: mm-hmm yeah and, uh, that's very true sure. do you know by the way do you know about bob proctor
1: i've heard i've listened to a little bit of him
2: okay yeah i mean
0: he was one of the teachers or motivational speakers who really got me into uh uh like a really hardcore <laughs> self-help really yeah and uh I don't really listen. I mean, his stuff is also a little bit about law of attraction, but he's, what I like about him is first of all, his speaking abilities, like the way that he he speaks to the audience uh, and to you. Uh, And then the second thing is um, the way that he explains the mechanics of programming in in the mind through habits. And he makes it so simple and clear that when I first listened to him, like things just click for me and uh, he was, uh, he passed away recently, uh, unfortunately, but he was one of the, the big, um, uh, self-help, uh, teachers that I really, really enjoy.
1: He's gone now. Man.
0: Yeah. Uh, he was, he
2: was quite old, actually.
0: He was Well in his
2: eighties. So, yeah. And. True. I, I definitely want to do another episode. I have so much I could say. <laughs>
0: right, right. Of course, we'll have a time for another episode. Um, it's like, the, the thing is, you know, I, I have different uh, guests all the time. I, I have people who are life coaches. I have people who are not even into self-help that much, but they are perhaps very interested in a specific area like business they're really good at that and i've seen something in that person that like okay this person has a has mastered something i want to know how he or she mastered this thing what was his or her thought process what happened what were the challenges and i always kind of connect it to self help but when i talk to someone who is really really into self help like <laughs> someone like me then it becomes like there's so much to talk about yeah. It's it's almost ridiculous. I like I don't even know where to start. So having a sort of you because you've gone in depth into uh many things. Uh I I'm not even sure that you if you're aware of it. It's it's been like more than one and a half half hour. I think I can't mm-hmm. really see the time here, but it's been a you know you see, so you you have to listen to this episode later. <laughs> you'll you'll know. Um I
1: can easily go for five, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah. And we can definitely have another episode either in the season or uh, in the next one. Uh, and we can go into something uh, specific, but that's for later. And that's for the audience to hear later. We're not going to reveal anything yet. I'm going to talk to you soon, Christian. I want to thank everyone for listening. Uh, if you enjoyed this podcast, remember to subscribe to it on whichever platform you're using. And also remember to to check out
2: Christian's channel and um, also take care and stay conscious.